Hello, everybody. Welcome back to LettermanRoad.com. I am Jeremy Birmingham. That is Spencer Holbrook. This is The List. We are talking about they must get Ohio State recruiting targets uh, in the class of 2022. And today, for the first time in the class of 2023, and Spencer, if we're talking the class of 2023, we're talking must gets. There's a very simple place for us to start this series in this class. And who is it? Uh, it's absolutely Sonny Styles, the number one player in Ohio, the number one player on the Buckeyes board. Um, he is a, I would like to call him a, not quite generational, but he is a must get, um, absolute five star, very, you know, good looking on the field prospect that, that Ohio State has to land. Yeah, and I'm just going to say right away, and this is going to sound, you know, whatever, people call me a homer. If anyone's seen Sonny Styles play sports, whether it's football or basketball, if they've met him in person and seen him in person and seen the size, the six foot four, 215 pound frame, the fact that he's only ranked as the number 15 prospect in the class of 2023 is either A, egregiously wrong because no one's ever, they haven't seen him, or B, a telltale sign that the class of 2023 was like the greatest class in the history of college football recruiting because Sonny Styles is exactly what colleges are looking for right now in the defense. He's again, six foot four, 210, 215 pounds. He has the speed and uh, athleticism to play safety. He has the physicality to play linebacker. He has the size to play defensive end. This is a kid that is the perfect Swiss army knife when it comes to defense. And what is the new model of defensive football around the country? The Isaiah Simmons type that you just put him anywhere you want, but with, with, with Sonny, what you see is a kid that is is really just starting to figure all this out. I mean, he spent two different camp days at Ohio State in June working with not just Larry Johnson, um, but not just Al Washington and Kerry Combs, Matt Barnes. He's working out at all three positions, just kind of figuring out, hey, what can I do to make myself even better? And for a kid that has this much natural talent and this much upside, uh, that sort of work ethic and that kind of drive and commitment to be better is really what's going to separate him from from a lot of the other kids in the class of 2023. And that's why Sonny Styles from Pickerington Central High School outside of Columbus is the first player on the list for 2023. Yeah, and one of the interesting things, Berm, is the more you think about him coming out of high school, and I know they're not the same body type or anything, but they kind of remind me of versatility. He kind of reminds me a little bit of what Aaron Browning was coming out of high school, where played safety a lot in high school because he was just so athletic. He, they, everybody knew he could play inside linebacker. He wanted to play outside linebacker. He became really gifted at the end of his college career, coming off the edge as a pass rusher. He really played in his high school and college career, all three levels of the defense. And then you look at Sonny Styles, and they're not really the same body type or not really the same you know look or figure. But he, the versatility kind of strikes me as a little similar, where it doesn't matter where you line this guy up on the field – he's going to have an impact, he's going to make plays, and he's going to be a five-star caliber talent. Yeah, I think that's actually a really good comparison, Spencer. Honestly, if you look at what – I mean, Barron, as you said, coming out of high school was six foot four, 210, 215 pounds, and he did play a lot of safety at Kennedale High School in Texas. Um, and, and, you know, he got to Ohio State as, as the number eight-ranked player in the country in the class of 2017. So he was a five-star, can't-miss prospect. Uh, as well. And obviously, Barron is now off to the NFL and maybe didn't have the career that people thought he would have at Ohio State. But he entered Ohio State being recruited by Luke Fickle, who left and then had three different linebackers coaches and, and three different defensive coordinators, a lot of injury issues and a lot of things that maybe stunted what Barron could have become. 
But I personally think Baron Browning is going to be a much more productive player in the NFL than he was at Ohio State because of some of those changes. With Sonny Styles, you get an opportunity to really build with the program and grow with the program, and that's why he's the biggest priority in the class of 2023 for Ohio State. And that's what makes this recruitment so very important for Ryan Day because after losing Brennan Vernon to Notre Dame, which and, and I want to be clear, Brennan Vernon is a, is a really good prospect and has a lot of upside, but the, where him and Sonny Styles are right now is not really comparable. Uh, you know, the, the upside could be the same with Brennan Vernon, but what you're talking about where Sonny Styles is now, um, Sonny Styles' floor is, is much higher than most kids in the country. And, and his ceiling is higher than almost anyone in the country. So um, the loss of Brennan Vernon hurts because he's in Ohio and that perception becomes sort of reality. Like, Oh, you lost a five-star player in Ohio. But uh, I don't think that that one is something that Ohio state is going to, it's not, it's a lot easier, I guess, to replace Brennan Vernon in the class of 2023 than it would be if you had to replace Sonny Styles because of the ability to play so many different positions and because his talent is so unique but also because he's a kid who grew up 20 minutes from Columbus and 20 minutes from Ohio State, whose father played at Ohio State. And that sort of onus falls pretty heavily on Ryan Day to make sure that there's no way that he lets Sonny Styles get out of the state. And, Berm, we're not saying anything that the Ohio State coaching staff doesn't already know. Um, no offense to any of the hundreds of kids who showed up to camp at Ohio State Um throughout the month of June, but it was just different when Sonny Styles was there. It was, it was as if all eyes was, were on Sonny Styles. The attention was on him. Every coach made sure to go up and say hi to him. It was a, it was almost a spectacle that you didn't see with even five-star guys, you know, that were there from other, from anywhere else. They, I think they understand just how important Sonny Styles is. I know they, I think they understand, you know, that, that Notre Dame is, is a school that, that wants him just as badly. And I think they understand the pressure that's on them, which they don't have very often to really ace this 2023 class and get it off uh, the ground in, in a hurry, not really in a hurry, but, but with a high note, grabbing Sonny Styles out of the class and locking him up and making him the leader of the class. Yeah. Sonny has 22 offers listed, but he's a kid that would, if, if any school in the country thought they had a real chance to get him, they would offer him. He, he is a player that, when you look at what Ohio State is hoping for to start the class of 2023, it is Sonny Styles. Now, are they any closer to making that happen? I don't think so. I mean, the conversations I've had with Sonny in the month of June really indicated to me that he wanted to take his time and, and head into at least the end of his junior season before trying to really narrow things down. But for the Buckeyes, the idea is that a player like Sonny Styles, who, again, a Buckeye legacy, a kid from Columbus, a kid who can really set the tone for your class nationally, um, he's the ideal candidate to start this class. And so th what you mentioned, Spencer, as far as the way that these coaches were um, uh, all over him, I mean, like white on rice, basically, when you're visiting campus. I mean, you saw even he, he was there on campus three days in June, camping for himself twice and once with uh, his cousin who was in town to camp. And the day that his cousin came to camp, like Ryan Day and him went, walked and played basketball. And, you know, it's little things that, Here's a here's a camp day where Ohio State has a bunch of other kids on campus, a bunch of players that the Buckeyes are recruiting hard, and Ryan Day disappears for an hour to go play basketball with Sonny Styles. That gives you an indication of exactly how they feel about him um, and the importance of of him being that guy in that class. Now he may not be the first commit in that class. In fact, that if if Sonny Styles is the first commitment in that class of 2023, 
then there's probably an issue for Ohio State because I don't think they want to wait another six or seven months or longer before they get the first one. But whenever Sonny Styles makes a decision, he is going to be the most important one in that class of 2023. Yeah, and it was almost as if, though, Berm, that they were treating him like he was already committed or he was already a part of the program. You know, all the coaches coming to him and just like he's, you know, another player on the roster almost, you know, talking to him and, and getting to know him a little better. But like you said, he's the tone setter for the class. He's the guy almost – you don't want to pin this on him because – he might not want to be this, but he's, it's almost like what Jack Sawyer was, where he was in the class very early and he was able to recruit for Ohio State because he was so close to Ohio State and could do everything Ohio State wanted him to do as a player recruiter, like a C.J. Hicks. I think you, you see one in just about every class. He could be that if he wanted to. He could be the first commit if he wanted to and really set the tone. I don't think he wants to do that. You don't think he wants to do that. He probably won't be the first commit. Whenever that does happen, like you just said, It'll be very important, and it'll really, really set a a tone for what this class could become. Yeah, and with with Sonny, I think it's important. You know, you talk about kids who do leave the state, and it doesn't happen often when Ohio State has commitments or, or prospects that they're really chasing in the in the state that end up leaving elsewhere. We talked about Brendan Vernon. We talked about Blake Miller in the class of 2022. Um, we talked a little bit about Emil Wagner and talking stuff earlier this week about maybe not being – the personality that maybe he doesn't want that pressure of what Ohio State brings or that sort of attention and focus. I don't think there's any concern with that for Sonny Styles. This is a very confident kid, a kid that understands um, that he's in a very unique position and that he's in a position of power uh, in the recruiting relationship world. But he also knows that there's value to what he can bring to a class. And I think that Ohio State has made it very clear with him that, hey, you're the guy that starts this whole thing. And that's why the concerns about Notre Dame are so valuable and, and real for Ohio State, um, even though there's other schools involved. North Carolina should not be overlooked in this battle either. I mean, he has a very close relationship with Dre Bly through his father. So there, there's all a lot. That's one that's out there. Obviously, Clemson is always a concern when it comes to recruiting anyone in the country, especially a kid like Sonny, who is very family oriented. And, um, you know, if Ohio State and Notre Dame are recruiting a kid extremely hard, you can bet your bottom dollar that Clemson is doing the same thing. He has not visited Clemson yet, but that's expected to happen in the fall. And then, of course, there's always, you know, Alabama wins a national championship every year. He did visit the Crimson Tide, got an offer from them in June as well. So it's one of these things where you could see his recruitment get a lot more attention nationally in these next few months. But ultimately, it seems like this one has to come down to Ohio State and Notre Dame. Notre Dame, where his brother Lorenzo plays, Ohio State, where his father Lorenzo played. And for Sonny Styles, a kid who grew up dreaming of wearing the scarlet and gray, he has the opportunity to do that. And he has an opportunity to do that in a big way and be the class leader for the Buckeyes. And I mean, you have to just know that right now, those relationships with other kids in that class of 2023 are building. There is a coalition of kids starting to get to know each other and get very close to one another. That includes Luke Montgomery, Sonny Styles. Uh, even A.J. Harris down at uh, in Georgia, who was at Ohio State the same day that Sonny was, and those two have started to get to know each other. They're both considering Notre Dame. Luke Montgomery's considering Notre Dame. There's all this kind of push where you might see a, 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 a real swoon effect of everyone, hey, let's all just make this move together. You don't know when it's going to happen, but you do know that those same couple schools are going to be involved. Yeah, and they, they all recruit the same type of kid. There's a reason that Ohio State Notre Dame – and Clemson are battling each other every year for recruits. And there's a reason Alabama, Georgia, and Florida battle each other every year for different 
different recruits. It, it's the the clusters of, of which type of kid they are. And you can, you can kind of always get a hint by who's in that top. If, if the majority of those top schools are Notre Dame, Ohio State, and Clemson, you know what, what kind of kid it is. If it's Alabama, Georgia, LSU, and, and Tennessee, you probably have a different kind of kid. It's just the personality type and what, what the kids are drawn to at these schools. You look at Sonny Styles, Luke Montgomery, AJ Harris, uh, even Brendan Vernon when he, when he was still open in his recruitment, it was Notre Dame, Ohio State, Clemson, and and you look at that and you you wonder where the recruitment goes. Does it go? Marcus Freeman continue to make that push in Notre Dame, or you know is he out of the picture after one year and then Ohio State can kind of say, okay, think about this. It's Ohio State, Notre Dame. Yeah, ultimately, I don't know how much Marcus Freeman matters. I mean, you know, we've seen a lot of things like. Marcus Freeman being talked about in the recruitment of CJ Hicks. Like, oh, well, CJ Hicks really likes Marcus Freeman. A lot of these kids really like a lot of coaches. And ultimately, it's not going to come down to one coach or another. It's going to come down to where Sonny Styles wants to to make his mark and leave a legacy. And that's ultimately why Ohio State, uh, it, it, that's what Ohio State is banking on, is that, hey, this is your home. This is your opportunity to be a leader at, at, at one of the, the two best programs in the country. And they hope that they have done uh, enough already to make sure that they're in the front of the pack for Sonny Styles and that these next couple months unfold and he gets to look closer and closer at what Ohio State has to bring versus other schools. Uh, that's what they're hoping that, that he decides, that he wants to be the man in Columbus. And as a person, as a player, he is exactly what the Buckeyes are looking for. And that's why he is uh, the player they want to lead the class of 2023. And that's why he is the first player on Letterman Rose version of the list for 2023. That's Spencer Holbrook. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. Thanks for watching. We'll be back uh, again soon with more stuff.